in a single room with three other individuals. One of them was a male and the other two, well, the other two were females. God only knows what they were up to in there. And furthermore, Susan, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised to learn that all four of them habitually smoke marijuana cigarettes. Reefers. Greetings, beautiful creatures on planet Earth. My name is Misha Sandoval. I will be your host for this podcast. Tone Depths, welcome to the ninth episode. We are approaching episode 10. I feel elevated and nervous because episode 10 will be an end of a new era and also it will be finishing a small segment I had going on. So... Yes, I feel I am looking forward to it. I had a binging session on literally all of the episodes I put out. And though a lot of it, it's fucking cringing. I have a lot of work to do and I'm aware of that. But I'm able to kind of have more confidence in each episode. Not even so much more confidence. It's the fact that you're just able to just say fuck it less. And I keep explaining that's where I'm at. I'm hopeful that I can hold on to this feeling. But uh, for the most part, I do feel in the moment more. But last week I had kind of a mental break from everything and everyone. Like I said, I'm still active, but I feel I hit a wall. I had just a lot of things creeping up. And I think everything just landed to a point where I was just... I've had it, I think, with everything, everything and everyone, including myself. I just couldn't even stand my own bullshit. And yeah, I've been reading much more, um, actually writing. I've listened to a lot of music. I've tried to stretch a lot, take life breaths, and just be in tune with nature, going to parks, kind of just sunbathing. And having moments to myself, like genuine moments to myself, with no outside company or without any distraction of of the phone. So, yeah. But while we're talking about phones, I did create a social media for for the podcast. So, I think sometime during the end of the episode, I'll have him to bring it up, just in case anyone listens. Please go follow. I am burning the shit out of the hashtag. Um, what is that? Tone Dabs Podcast. So, yeah. Hopefully, it sticks somewhere. And it gets to other people's listening options. But anyway, I want to get into a rant about how much I am frustrated with a lot of major companies. I know that I happen to bring them up, but it's just I feel like I have to vocalize these things because otherwise it's just going to literally start nagging at me inside of my emotions so I I obviously don't want that but last no like two weeks ago no let's say three weeks ago my family went into AT&T and by family I mean my mother and my grandmother to get an iPhone Pro so they waited about three hours because they were waiting in line 
and also because there was a waiting list inside so a total of three hours trying to purchase the phone <clears throat> finally they did and the purchase order once I received it was an iPhone Pro Max and it was a completely different color it was just a whole different phone that no one ever talked about and the super long story short between going back and forth about where I should return it where I need to you know all that stuff and it was just a fucking loop of bullshit they had us go through like literally hopping through hoops in order to return the phone but my whole rant is and it always still sticks to being the same thing you have a subscription monthly and AT&T is not the cheapest thing out there and even if it was I think that even if you're paying anything for the matter you should get some sort of service or some structure but I'm not even sure if that's even asking for too much or not anymore but I call AT&T to let them know hey listen and this is before well anyway I let them know that they sent over they're sending over a different phone if they can just cancel it and um if they can just cancel the order and fix it right just swap out the phone and they said no i have to basically wait until a tracking number is generated once the tracking number was generated i called them again to let them know if they can do the same thing i called for at first and ali said no because they have well, i have to wait until the phone actually gets received and then we have to turn it into an at&t store long story short it wasn't that at all i needed to ship it back and once i shipped it back now they wanted for the phone to actually scan into their system in order for them to fix the error once it delivered there i called them again and i spoke to this guy he's like yeah you know what we haven't received it yet but we'll go ahead and swap it out that's no problem at all and i'm like wait a second do you mean to tell me you could have done this a long time ago the representative literally says yes so i don't know if one people are just lazy to do their fucking jobs or two you don't have some sort of system in in the first types of runaround was actually accurate my question is how how is it that you can just call a warehouse and say or having your system just cancel an order and fix the order why does it have to be so complicated to get something done and that's where my frustration lays it's not so much what the money amount is in the world of course it is because at the with these times like what the fuck but it's also it's more of a waste of time that they they dick everyone around so hard about hey go here go there i'm gonna have you put in the system this and that so I, I feel utterly frustrated by AT&T and also get your shit together. But yeah, it was a f fucking nightmare to get everything done. And at this point, to be honest with you, I don't know if they've even received the iPhone 12 Pro Max because it says on my end that it did deliver, but I still haven't got the refund for this. And it's supposed to show up in my account at some point. And I'm hoping the, ca the cases that it just got to the warehouse, they haven't scanned it in the system, but also I don't have a tracking number for the iPhone 12 Pro. So I've called AT&T 
and AT&T happened to be part of my life last week, so yeah, I gotta get it out because it was just, it's too, it's too much to keep it into my, my system because it fucks with my nerve systems, but like companies like this, yeah, I tend to talk a lot of shit because I feel like, yo, uh, what excuse really do you have? I, I doubt that you don't have the sources or information or the people to do these things that are so simple, but I feel the smallest task always ends up being the most difficult things to get done. So I don't know anymore, but I was watching a few podcasts last week also, and I ran into this, and by the way, all this happened, I think on Friday. So the podcast and the whole thing with AT&T that finally they sent the the right phone. So anyway, I was watching, this podcast called Conspiracy and they were talking about the men in black and honestly to me I never I just learned about the men in black probably like four years ago I actually figured out that they were talking about someone because the only form in which I met them as was the actual movie men in black with Will Smith and I know the the other actor but I don't know his name so I feel kind of bad that I left him out but yes and um yeah so I ended up seeing a glimpse of that and apparently they were also talked about in the x-files so making the super long story short I um I I looked into it because I was just like they were talking about it all summed up to make the super long story short in the in the episode they were talking about how basically I'm just gonna like literally simplify it for you that an ex-military was brainwashing you know just the civilian on you know the equipment that they would provide this you know guy when I say guy I mean the guy that just lives out in town somewhere and we're talking about the military giving this guy equipment so they would give him equipment and they would just fuck with him like plant these alien noises so he can hear and pick up you know uh, put experiences that he would witness in order to talk about and it made me think that they were they were doing this major scare tactics scare tactics on this guy to the point that he got into a mental hospital because of it and um, basically they were trying the the podcast was trying to kind of indicate whether they believe it being true or not they didn't really give their opinion but it was just more of does the men in black actually work for the government or does the men in black actually is the men in black actually part of the alien species in the search of so at this point i don't even know because with listening to that and really them doing and i guess the whole operation was more because they're trying to hide their secret weapons and the high technology they have because it's just too much for us to handle or this and that 
But at this point, I don't know what to believe anymore, and I question everything, and I never have believed anything, especially the government. It's just, I don't know. It, I feel the government has a lot of lies that comes with it, so no. Not today, Satan, not today. But anyway, there's this guy, uh, Dan, and I can't pronounce his last name, and I don't want to botch it, so I'll just spell it out. So it's A-Y-K-R-O-Y-D. And if you don't know him, um, he's an... Diesel, stop. He is an actor, producer, comedian, comedian, uh, comedian, sorry, musician, and filmmaker. He was um, the lead actor on, what is it, Ghostbusters, the film 1984. Um, he was a writer in it also. He's come out in SNL. Conehead. Uh, Conehead, I don't know if you guys seen that movie. It's really funny. Um, he was also a writer in there, and obviously he came out in much more stuff, but those are the main things he's known for. Supposedly he, well, I don't want to say supposedly, but he had talked about an encounter where So he had an encounter where he was doing a show about things that are, are paranormal. And he went out to take a call and apparently he ran into what he says it was the men in black and came back inside to the studio and they had kind of let him know that the show was canceled they're not going to be working on the show anymore and he believes it was just some sort of operation for them to stop him from exposing what the incidents are so i'm not sure if that's even true or not but he was mentioning a lot me he was mentioning a lot diesel do you mind about that he mentioned john e what is it mac that's that he believed john okay so john believed there would be a social transformation planet and what that means it was a world where there's peace love and no hate Clearly, we no, we are nowhere near there because, I mean, look around you, right? Everything is going to shit. But somehow, this guy believed in that. So, yeah, so he said that he believed there was, a, there was a, the process being worked on, on just the social transformation. So, supposedly, we would be at this point filled with love and just energy where <laughs> I hope you guys didn't hear my phone I'm pretty sure you guys did hear my phone but anyway so this guy John E. Mark okay that's his name I, I was gonna say Mac but yeah so he passed away in September 27 of 2004 rest in peace guy John was an expert in psychology of adolescent psychology and what, what, what else what else was he known for so he was known he was an expert as a child psychology an adolescent psychology and a psychology of religion he was also known as a leader leading sorry leading researcher on the psychology of teenage suicide and drug addiction later he became a researcher <laughs> great yeah did i pause that i mean did i pause that did i mute that yes i did it was my phone ringing, so it kind of sidetracked me. But anyway, he was also known as a leading researcher on the psychology of teenage suicide. 
and drug addiction. And then he later became my psychology of alien abduction, of alien abduction experiences. So this guy was known to also say that aliens did exist and experiences were happening. But I don't know anymore what's the what's the game plan here because going back to the original story on how I brought up Men in Black when I mentioned the ex-military was using this guy basically as a lab rat to kind of put in his head there were actually aliens amongst us this was all bullshit what he claims was there was never any There never is any aliens that existed. There's none in this world, but there was a plan for that to happen. So later on, we can reach those rumors and start believing it. And this is even before my time, before anyone's time that... I mean, this is way back when they were really trying to... There was no media. There was nothing. It made me think, like, they're really trying to... If it is true, this would be more of a... Freddy Krueger sort of thing where you have to be scared of him in order for him to actually come up and you know kill but in this case it's just more like this was I guess a plan generated from years back in order for them to somehow manipulate us into anything they wanted but really they're just trying to cover their bases on you know the weapons that they actually carry and the technology they have now so I don't know how much of this is true, but when I hear the government being involved in anything, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. But this guy, I'm pretty sure also the, what is it? The John guy, he was also in the military. He had some sort of organization. Well, no, he had some sort of, sorry, association with him being in the military also. So... Again, um, government, and I don't know if there's some sort of, some sort of connection to any of this, but, I mean, I don't know what to believe anymore, honestly, and I'm not at all saying that the facts that I'm saying or anything that I've mentioned is facts or not, this is all conspiracies, but, and also just not even so much my opinion, but it's just something that I'm talking about because I am a little confused myself, and I think in general it's kind of a stimulating conversation when you talk about it because you kind of start expanding your mind a little bit wider but my thing also is how how is it that we have all these you know how do we have these encounters and and what do we explain how do we explain it right there's all these things that we haven't seen and one the government always has something to do with it but at the same time i'm just not sure anymore what to believe if it's real or not But I know for sure it's a dark hole and it has a bottomless pit where you start just going into this rabbit hole and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper and you find more things. Honestly, it's almost like you're in a pit. Well, you're in a dark room and you have a dim flashlight. You're trying to just look around you and every time you kind of flash something, you see a glimpse of it but not the full picture. And that's how I feel now. I don't know if this is really a scare tactic that the government really has tried to put on us for such a long time. 
and we have heard rumors now that that's what they're doing. I mean, you have someone actually admitting now that they actually saw a UFO, and this was admitted by the government. So, from years you denying it, but you do admit it to certain people. So, just your story be- can become credible. And now you're admitting something that you've denied for such a long time. But also, the government is known for doing these, like, like putting these traps onto everything. I just don't know anymore. Because also, what's the explanation? And how is it that these guys, the men in black, just pop up out of nowhere? And they're always when they get you when you're alone. But again, who the fuck knows anymore? So, yeah, I I don't know what to believe anymore. I'm left a little, how can I explain that? A little confused about the whole thing. And I feel like my mind is getting pregnant by even thinking about it because it gets filled up with so much possibilities. But to say the least, how do you explain the fourth kind also? And if you guys haven't seen that movie, it was released in 2009. It was based on real events. Uh, in Nome, Alaska, back in 2000. I'm not gonna spoil it for you because it's such a good movie. You should see by your, you should see by yourself. You should see for yourself. But the movie is just talking about really alien abductions and how they actually caught in you know actual tapes back in the day. You know, there's actually they put a comparison. I'll give you that. So they put a comparison of the actual footage they actually got to record in the real events and also the quote unquote Hollywood version of it. But yeah, you guys should definitely see that. But how do you explain shit like this? Like how? Do you explain the fourth kind experiences and many other experiences? Could that be really be technology and really make people disappear in a room? <laughs> I don't know. I think I, I kind of spoiled it, huh? No, I didn't spoil it. I'm, I'm speaking in general. Like, do we have that much of high technology where things like that could happen? And honestly, I wouldn't doubt it because how I was trying to mention in one of the episodes that completely drowned my voice is I had an iPhone 4 and I was able to do everything that the phone is able to do now with even the latest update. So... That's just a pre, pre bottom, bottom, bottom of the list that what our phones really can do, I'm sure, and they're releasing. But to say the least, it's just, it's just everything is such a mess because they really try to just put shit in your way so you can get distracted of a lot of things that are really going on. Um, there's a lot of shit that they try to keep us busy from but okay whatever it is what it is right we can't really complain i can't complain but uh, my thing is i think that it is kind of um and then also tiktok man so i'm just gonna move away from the topic uh men in black but i don't know if, if you if i give my honest opinion about the men in black being real or not with everything going on I don't know i'm i'm kind of 50 50 i i did believe at first like oh shit maybe they like they for sure exist like what if they're part alien and just from hearing all the stories in the movies just making sense but doesn't hollywood have such a way of making a buck out of literally everything and all experiences that you've gone through like they really get any dream 
any possibility ugh, any possibility of life experiences and they make a buck out of it but hollywood is what it is and it's just funny to me but i don't know i mean i i can't complain because i i'm a i'm a sucker for movies myself but i do kind of hate the the whole thing i do hate it because i know a lot of people do get exploited and in the process you they try to dumbfound you by putting these movies in a certain genre and then you kind of don't believe anymore if that maybe did happen but they have such a way of twisting everything to their way so yeah it's, it's more i feel like hollywood is more of a storyteller but and when i say storytellers it's like in lack for better words they lie a lot you know like if you sense a lie you're just like okay you're storytelling because this is not at all fucking facts but anyway moving on from that also tiktok is such a dark place because i ran into something also that said how the government did it so this was said actually by also an ex-military or a veteran and um he was admitting that there was an operation that was going to take place where they kill all of the real pigeons and substitute those with pigeons that have or any birds for the matter that have cameras in there in order for them to control the world and see what's going on and i don't know if you're familiarized with this or not at some point a few years ago there were so much shit and noise going on about how birds were just randomly dying and they were falling from the sky so more and more things are getting linked to somehow whatever was said in the past and whatever was said in the past is becoming more credible now because it's happening now so again hollywood too like howie i i can't he came out in the prices right so this guy is basically in the very peak of of quarantine i remember finding him somehow on tiktok and i think tiktok during quarantine served everyone as a distraction because that's why it became so big but there was just so much random things going on there and it took you it kind of you kind of jumped off the the actual course because they didn't become any more any any more funny videos it became more of like the dark web and talking about how hollywood actors are being held captive by the government and this and that so i do believe that hollywood and the government have a strong connection i don't know if it's one and the same or if they're just strongly working together but for sure i do believe that portion of it but anyway so howie was over here acting so weird and it's not even so much you kind of observed every little well yeah people did get very in-depth they would just like i think i think honestly quarantine and then tiktok it was very it, it was a very a very weird place for everyone I, I think i've mentioned that before but it really was it was to the point that people and even myself a little bit was obsessing about all these rumors that were going on talking about the conspiracies and talking about howie and all these hollywood actors or in the industry being held captive it was to the point that you would zoom in all the way on a 
corner to see if you picked up anything in the frame and zooming into their eyes to see if anyone was there. And though you found a lot of weird shit, at this point I feel like this fucking guy was just really trying to distract everyone also. And there was a lot of political bullshit and also a lot of shit that was going on that was real. And these things also were coming up, so... I think it has a perfect timing, but TikTok definitely did serve everyone as a distraction, but also they played investigators and were burning the shit out of comments and just reposting. It was just, it was just weird. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of, you gotta take everything lightly, I guess. You can't get too involved with everything. You can't get too invested into stories you just have to i guess believe what you want just never never doubt your gut feeling i guess and it's really nothing really major to talk about it's just more of a thing that was just in my mind it was literally on my mind i was thinking about what the possibilities are and i just didn't want to obsess about this because i was like fuck that it's it's too Honestly, it's too much of a long road to even follow, and it's not even worth it. But somehow, some way, everything that was said before, years back when, when these were just in small clips of documentaries or interviews or shit that was said by quote unquote mad people, it's starting to just unfold now. So whether any of that exists or not, it's just, I do believe that the government is always involved in literally everything, but yeah. Don't trust your government. But I think that's it. I don't want to prolong this episode too long because we all have shit to do and it is Monday. So I wanted to send you guys off with broadcasts. Um, for the songs if you guys haven't really heard of the band honestly check it out I really do recommend it it's not it's not even uh, how can I explain it okay so the songs that I'm going to leave you guys with is going to be Poem of Dead Song by Broadcast and the second song will be You Can Fall by Broadcast also Ben Diesel so the genre is considered a psychedelic pop and hauntology. So if you guys don't know that, it's just a very eerie sound to it. The instrumentals on it, though, it's just everything. I, I, I personally, it's one of my favorite bands. But unfortunately, they're a no longer existing band. Trish is actually the lead vocalist and the founder of Broadcast. A founding member, sorry. Um, It was formed in 1995. Their style in music is kind of a 1960s look. So they have such a unique... Well, she had also such a unique voice. But just the band in general had a unique look to it. So it was a very unique... It was a very unique band. But unfortunately, bands like that is so rare to find. And and they don't really happen now. Um, I am bummed about it. But yeah... So Trish passed away, which is the lead vocalist that I mentioned, back in 2011 while she was trying to complete the tour in Australia with Broadcast. She passed away from, I believe she got, she caught the swine flu. Um, so yeah, it's, it's such a bummer. May she rest in peace. 
But if you haven't checked out that band, I suggest you do so. It is it is good in my opinion. I personally like it. It's one of my favorites. So yeah, I think that's it. I think I have nothing else to say. Oh, actually, I do. I wanted to talk about those rumors about the whole birds or not, but it's just too much to keep up with. It really like drains me. I, I don't know what to believe anymore, but I, I don't honestly believe that theory because I do believe birds are really hard to find. I mean, hard to, hard to find. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to get into that, but I don't, in that theory, in that regard, who the fuck knows? Maybe it is 50% true, but I know that, I mean, I've seen also pigeons unfortunately get ran over and me trying to help them out. They're actually no wires on them, so... Who the fuck knows who creates these rumors or if they're actually true or not. But I I don't know if I believe it. I, I just don't know. But anyway, so the whole keeping my cool also and how I was thinking a lot about how I am as a person and how I lose my shit in such a small amount of time. But I am on the on the search of trying to find my my balance so I'll get back into the whole mental break so when I took the mental break and I I explained that I felt like I hit a wall I felt like I was just getting irritated by a lot of things and this break honestly took it was very productive because it made me kind of understand how kind of I am as a person also and what I do to be an asshole because I'm not perfect by any means and I am a piece of shit most often than not. Um, I come in with such a fucking nasty attitude sometimes and I'm very, very hypersensitive and I'm triggered easily and I react to a lot of things. But the point that I'm trying to address is that I think that everyone should have some time to themselves where they kind of get their thoughts together because you kind of burn out trying to be there for people or even your family at times and you just burn out you're just emotionally drained where you all you want to do is sleep and I was getting to a point like that for a little bit and this mental break honestly helped out so much the book has helped me out also and helped me understand that it's a lot about perception also and last week, I was ran into the word twice by just coincidence. Um, in one podcast that I was watching, it was like literally in a conversation, perspe- perception came up. And the girl was just more of like, yeah, it depends on, about, on how you look at things when you do them. And I think that was it. And then I was trying to Google something. Or let's say I was just trying to search something. So I was trying to search something and... I got distracted and I just hit enter and by the time I looked at the screen it said perception. So obviously I had not, I had misspelled whatever I was trying to search. So when I clicked on it, it kind of gave me a real understanding of what even perception is because I feel that we often use words too that we are just the most familiar with. We don't expand our our vocabulary to kind of understand and relate to how we're feeling and use that when we're trying to talk and we say other things that sometimes we don't mean and don't know how to often express ourselves and find ourselves just kind of saying things that sometimes we 
don't mean but they understand it, it, it like the person that's actually listening to you is understanding it so much differently than what you actually even mean so anyway perception is really it identifies how you see the situation and how you understand your environment and how you react to it so for example if you say something to me that for whatever reason I took it offensive and it's a trigger for me it's on how I choose to perceive that whole environment itself and how I choose to react towards you as a person telling me the information so it's all about how we take the information and how we release it once we know about it and once we know what the information is that's giving to us and how we how we react to it if that makes sense I hope I didn't I hope I didn't lose you in that one but I needed to bring that up because even though that I'm working on myself and I've mentioned before I fuck up a lot and and you will have your slips just like I have my slips almost all the time like for example even the week having shit to myself I reacted to certain situations I shouldn't have twice so that just goes to show you that I it's hard you know what I mean like it's hard to kind of say hey you know what I'm perfectly fine and certain things are not gonna get to me and I shouldn't react like that but no I mean you're human we all go through our our mistakes our share of bullshit we have to deal with and I've mentioned before you have all this shit that you deal with already on a day-to-day life your daily struggles your your daily thoughts of the day and on top of that you have to deal with shit that sometimes is unplanned or unexpected so so yeah you have to constantly think about all of that so i guess it really narrows down to perception about how you take the the things that are said to you if you choose to get offended or not If you choose to get triggered and react to certain information. But we got to do better. I think that this is a time that we really kind of take better care of ourselves and take our shit more seriously. So I guess that's it. I just wanted to talk about perception because I think a lot of people don't even know what perception is anymore because... We don't even pay attention to what, how we are as people, you know? We, we often think that we just react to everything, but we just need time to really process what they're saying and kind of understand. And it really depends on how we take it as people, you know what I mean? And I guess that's what, what I'm saying is, like, you can't react to everything. You just have to take time to process it and take the information and see how you really feel and then go from that point. But yes, I think that's it. Um... I'll let you guys go because I also have to get ready for work. So be well, be kind, take no shit, but also don't be an asshole. So find your balance in all those things that I mentioned. And I will definitely, the holidays are coming. So I hope that you guys have a really good Thanksgiving. If I don't get to do an episode, which I, I think I should, but either way, we have to no I don't think so I don't think I'll get I'll be able to do one but I think I will be trying to either way because I do want to get on and see if I do something for myself yeah so actually this Thursday is Thanksgiving the 26th so happy Thanksgiving to everyone that celebrates it and whoever doesn't um I guess well no I'll take that back um 
ha- yeah, I guess I'll say that the happy Thanksgiving, be thankful for your lives and your loved ones, but whoever doesn't celebrate it, um, maybe don't celebrate the day, but just be thankful for every day. And, um, yes, I send you guys all patience, um, energy from here and if I'm able to man I'm hopeful to get it back in return because I know I need a lot of it but anyway I think that's it we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up um have a great day Mm.